Hello and welcome to Universally Speaking, the Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast. My name is Ben Townsend from bentownsendmusic.net and I'm joined as always by Sam Townsend from samtownsendmusic.id aka Cuckoo McDonald. Cuckoo McDonald, yes. Dot .id India. No. Indonesia. Yes. Yeah, I get in there. Bosh bash bish. Bish. Bosh. Well done. Very impressive. Thank you. That is impressive. For a man of my low standard. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> when it comes to that game. It's been a while since I saw you. We're back in the garage. Additional safety measures, of course, during this Omicron era. Ominous Omicron. Ominous Omicron or Unicron. Yes, from however, movie. Uh, it's the 28th of December. No, 27th. 28th. It's the 28th of December. Due to various factors and reasons... And Christmases. Yes, we haven't seen each other for a while. We haven't. Uh, we didn't see each other over Christmas. We didn't. It was a great uh, Christmas. It was wonderful. One what, of what a Christmas. Best Christmases in living memory. Best Christmas ever for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, back down to earth with a bump today, sadly. Unfortunately, had to see him. Yes, uh, but uh, no, good to see you. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? Good. I'm very well. Superb. Right. We are doing I'm Beside You Part 2, of course. Yes, we are. And I, I'm excitable. Are you? Yes. What, about generally or about this? Well, both generally and about this. Well, of course, you shouldn't be excitable because you've been at work today and you're going to work tomorrow. And I've been off today and I'm off tomorrow. Yes. Suck it. Well, I will not. No. Uh, it's 27 <laughs> minutes past four. I'll put it away then. Four. Yeah, good. It's 27 minutes past four. Sure. Um, so time is on my side. I'm going to have a few beverages, as I'm sure uh, you and the listeners will appreciate that uh, that is required. And therefore, I will start early and finish early, like a very sensible young mm. man. I'm going to start early and finish late. I said to you that over the Christmas period, due to excessive consumption, I feared I was going to do a McKagan. Yes, indeed. And, uh, and I don't think you can do a McKagan when you're drinking Carling. Sure, yeah, but it depends how much you drink. <laughs> it doesn't. The Red Hot Chili Peppers. That's what we're here for. First of all, we're going to have an exciting game of the tapping game. Brilliant. Uh, can I just mention the Dave Navarro, Anthony Kiedis... Of course you can. Reunion. Of course you can. Uh, on stage for the first time in 25 years. Yeah. Performing. Lovely to see them um, together. Walk on the Wild Side. Walk on the Wild Side. Not the most challenging song vocally. Hmm. So not too much given away. I thought, although I thought the song. Nice. Uh, what? <laughs> too much given away. Give it away. Oh, given yeah. away. Well, it's, yeah. Okay. Fine. Good. I was in flow there. Apologies. Uh, not too much given away. Uh, however, I thought he sounded good. I thought it sounded fine. Yeah. Oh, fine. Yeah. Right. Okay. My takeaway was, that's nice to see them back on the stage. It, it gave me the warm fuzzies. Yeah. He looked physically good. Physically, I'd say... I've said this before and I'll say it again. Surely now the moustache has to go. Yeah, ben, I, I fear me <laughs> uh, that it's not going anywhere. Okay. Navarro is slightly younger than this one. Hmm. By... Four years, I think. A little bit. Um, but Navarro never gets any older. The swan, however... The swan does look a little bit older now. The swan is starting to look uh, considerably old. Right. But he still, you know, looks lovely. Looks superb. I mean, yeah. it's swan if you're listening. Mm. You look oh, please come on fantastic. Please. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, yeah. yeah you um, look great. No, you do. No, you know, he's, he is an older gentleman. So he is Fair now. enough. Yeah. I, th- I think what I'm, I'm not trying to say the swan looks old, but Navarro looks freakishly young. Yeah. Oh, well, we may as well say the swan, Flea, and Chad, and John all look older than they did. 
at one other, uh, a younger point in their life. Yeah. Well, yes, exactly. That's just the aging process, and surely they can't hold that against us. No, and I, and I don't hold that against them. And I don't hold it against them. I don't either. hold it against anyone. A quick game of the tapping game. Yes. I have a song. Do you have a song? Yes, I do. The scores are currently nine all. Yes. Okay. Who wants but, to go first? Uh, well, before you we don't start- need to move your microphone. No, no, fine. Uh, I'm just going to. You start. Okay. Where are you going? I'm going to go over here. Why? I'm going to grab a bit. Oh, okay. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> oh, it's it's, it's been a long five days. Yes. I've been trying to do a McKagan, as you know. <laughs> yeah, good luck. Right. Shall I go first, then? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I was going to have a guess then. Okay. Okay, I think I will. Okay. I think that's a particularly slow version of the greeting song. It isn't. Is oh. that it? You've gone for it without oh, any no! <laughs> Okay, do you want me to tell you what it was? Oh, God. Sugar lumps. I could have asked for a clue. Yeah, you could have done anything. Right, now you sing Good Time Boys. Oh, you sing Good Time Boys. I can't sing and tap. Okay. Okay, go for Three, it. two... One, go. Just count forwards. <laughs> One, two, three, four. Good, good time, boys. Make me feel good. Give me good times. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. I suppose. A bit different to what I did before. Well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right, here's your one. Then. Okay, excellent. No points for me. It's no still points. nine all. He, you, you quite literally shot my load. Yes. Mm. And, it, and that it isn't what happened. No. Um, uh, uh, I'm trying to remember what I was going to go for. Okay. This is why we specifically... Okay. <laughs> this was specifically... Got what I was before. before. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. got an idea but i will take the first clue the first clue well i certainly hadn't thought of any clues all oh, right okay. the first clue is that this song this song was released as a single <laughs> <laughs> i didn't see that one coming <laughs> did i hear it again uh, no well my, my initial thoughts is that it's one that you might have already done. Okay, maybe it is. I can't remember what I've done. No, okay. Well, in that case, uh, can I have another clue? Yes. Clue two. Clue two. So this is only for a point now, is it? Or two points? Two points. Okay, fine. Th- th- this song, no, you get a clue. and that, Yeah, without no clues, you get three points. Yeah. With one clue, you get two. two so With two th- clues, you get one. So this is for right. one point. Right, okay. Yeah, this song was either on... Mother's milk or blood sugar? Oh, bollocks. What, what do you mean bollocks? Well, no, now it's, it's not what I thought it was. Ah, you think it was a Zephyr song again? No. What do you think it was? Well, I can't say. Okay. Uh, oh, God. Either on Mother's milk or blood sugar. I'll play yeah. it again. Ah. 
I've got it. I've got it. I've he's got, got it. it. He's, got got it. he's got it. He's got it. He says he's got it. I've and got I think it. he has. Suck my kiss. It is suck my yes. kiss. Yes. A point in the bag. Well done. Get in there. A sweet, sweet point in the bag. Well, you know, every point counts. To make it 10-9. Great stuff. Thank you very much. Lovely. Okay, moving on to the, to the um, whatsoever it is in hand, the subject yes, of this particular subject, podcast. The subject in hand. And yeah. it is I'm Beside You, part two. Yes. We will be focusing on love, love of your of, life, yes. hometown love of, gypsy, love of, love of love of your life, love of your life, hometown gypsy, yes, uh, the sunset sleeps, yes, pink as Floyd, yes, your eyes girl, yes, and of course in love dying, yes, um, a good section of this particular collection of songs. I would agree with you there. Three words spring to mind. Please tell me variety. Experimentation. Quality. Ooh. Okay, she likes to come up with three words. Yes. Okay. Quality. Yes. V- variety. Yeah. And I think they're quite experimental as well, so I'm going to go with experimentation. experimentation. Yeah, I think really? I will. I think your, your words really nailed it, so I just said your words in different order. You know, that, that, is, that means everything to me. Yeah. That seal of approval. Yeah. Absolutely. What affirmation of your choice of words. So, first song is Love of Your Life. Not to be confused with Love of My Life by Queen. Oh, which is a tremendous song. One of my favourite Queen songs. Oh, yes. Uh, especially, I especially enjoy... Especially when I think compared with the other Queen songs. Well, no, because I love Queen. A lot of Queen songs. Well, no, I know, but, you, but when you compare that one with the others, you come up with the conclusion that it's your favourite. Uh, it's not my favourite. It's one of your favourites. It's one of my favourites. I think my favourite Queen song... Is probably... What's your favourite Queen album? Well, the, the best. <laughs> the best of the Queen. Yeah, I mean, you say that as a joke, but the, greatest, the best of Queen, greatest, is, Queen Greatest Hits is great, and so well, is Greatest is. Hits too. Yeah, slightly loses its way on Greatest Hits three because uh, well, you end up releasing songs. all the songs. Yeah, it was just it was a bit odd. Greatest Hits three, but Love of Your Life, uh, Love of My Life is a great song. Of course, performed by Extreme at the Freddie Mercury tribute concert. Well, you say, of course, I I, I probably did know that, but they did uh, a medley of Queen songs. Mm. Then sat down, just Nuno and Gary, and did uh, More Than Words, and then did uh, Love of My Life. Which we have, in the past, commended them for doing that. We did commend them in the past. Because not everyone played Queen Song. Well, no, not we, everyone was equipped with a singer that could handle it. No, that's right. What happened was most of the bands, in fact, all of the bands apart from Extreme, played their own stuff in the first half of the concert, and then the second half of the concert was acts playing with the remaining members of Queen yeah. Doing Queen songs, yeah. So like a brilliant version of uh, "Someone to Love" that George Michael did. Lisa Stansfield did "I Want to Break Free" with someone else. Um, yeah. Uh, Roger Daltrey, I think, did "I Want It All." Great, etc. Yes, yes. Ax- Axel and Elton did "Bohemian Rhapsody." They did not for not for Extreme though. They went for the full tribute from the start. Yeah, absolutely, and it, it was, was good on and them. It was great. Yeah. Good on them. So. I'm Beside You Part 2, first song, Love of Your Life. Shall we get into it? Not to be confused with Love of My Life Life by by Queen. Queen. Uh, One of my favourite Queen songs. Uh, I've got a couple of anecdotes about the Freddie Mercury tribute concert we can go over if you want. Well, who played what? Um...
as we come quietly sliding out of Love of Your Life, uh, the first one that we're looking at from I'm Beside You, part two, mm. of course it's not really a part two, it's just part two of this podcast, we will go to you first, I think. You were very disappointed when we uh, were doing part one, the first five songs, that you were not permitted mm. to talk about this song. Access denied. Access refused. So what do you, what's your thoughts on this song? Why is it a song that you like? I very much like it. Um, I think unlike some B-sides that we've looked at in the past, it, it represents a fully formed concept and idea that's carried out very well. I like the sort of 1950s theme which is going on here. It introduces that in the first half of the song and then sort of very much focuses on the the build and, and the more sort of heavy sound. Huge sound, huge choruses. Um, so, yes, I think it's a good song. As my preparation for this podcast has continued, is it a song which I find to be a little bit of an empty promise in terms of longevity? Possibly. Wow. Are there others that we're going to look at today which I think stand up to repeat listen more than this? Yes. Right. Not even a possibly anymore. You've come down <laughs> hard. But it's still very good. That escalated quickly. It's still very good. It is. Right. Let's, well, first thing I noticed was, and again, these just for whatever reasons, reason are songs that, that I don't listen to so much. And actually, it's a treasure trove. I'm beside you. Those releases of those songs that were unreleased on uh, I'm With You is a treasure trove of uh, quality stuff. Yes. I love this intro. Yes. It's a real, um, it's a real, as you say, it's got a 1950s vibe, that first intro, that, that verse structure. That's right, which I think is, um, you know, more than welcome. It's a lovely guitar line, an arpeggio that's using hammer-on, pull-off. It's got a subtle rotary effect like a Leslie speaker, that will come more to the fore later on in the song, the guitar. Love those distinct step-up and step-downs between, mm. between the two chords. I think it's G minor and, and B flat. Yes, in that's fact, right. In fact, I, I, I reached out to um, Aidan Hampson. Friend of the podcast. Friend of the podcast, an expert bass player and bass, uh, well, music transcriber. Because there is a note that Flea plays here in this intro and across the verses that Sounds to me very strange, very dissonant, dis- mm. discordant. I could tell that you were shocked by it. I was shocked. It's an interesting... It's on the first step up. Um, the, the first example of it is at 11 seconds on the song. Yes. Because so li- the bass line is very firm, very pronounced. Yes. And so I reached out to Aidan and asked for his thoughts. And got this really well-considered message back. Written in 12.8, Love of Your Life features the band audibly enjoying playing in a compound time, which means three subdivisions in a beat. 12.8 has a natural swaying feel to it, which has a dangerous sounding cheesy, and I think the band are using some compositional tricks to try to avoid this. Perhaps that's where it's getting that 50s sway from. Mm. The guitar riff is four bars long, but the swan comes in after six bars. This is slightly jarring, making it feel like he's coming two bars early. The verse, however, is then ten bars long, allowing the guitar riff to wrap around the correct place again before getting into the next section. Very clever. Um, is this a rare example of RHCP putting some prog elements in? Prog rock, progressive rock. Mm. Good question. 
I'm not the man to answer that, are you? Yes. And the answer is? Yes. Good. <laughs> Flea's baseline also contributes to this uneasy feeling, and this is the part that I was talking about. Often choosing to place weak notes on strong beats, Josh's guitar line emphasises the first and third beat of the bar, and we would expect Flea to reinforce this by playing a root note on these strong beats. He makes a point of avoiding this to give the song an uneasy feeling. For example, Flea often plays the note D on the third beat of the bar, which theoretically works theoretically works because it is a chord tone of both B flat and G minor. I said that's, that's what it's written in. Mm. The overall feel and form of the song make it sound quite out of place, however, and this really helps to contribute to the quirkiness of the song. This is a great example of the pretty guitar line lulling the listener into a false sense of security at the beginning, but then having the rug pulled out from under their feet, as more elements don't quite work in the way they're expected to. It really is quite clever songwriting. Mm. So a big thank you to Aidan for that really intelligent response to my question of why does this sound wrong? I still don't particularly like it. Right. And it throws me off. I think this song has got great bits in it. Mm. And let's talk about some of those great bits, shall we? Yeah. I love the way Flea and Chad come in on that first step up, and Flea does a lovely bass slide in yes. onto, his, onto, his, uh, onto his bass line. And the swan in the verses is sounding genuinely great. Yes, that's right. The swan sounds... He comes in, he sounds brilliant. He... Yeah, this is a, a, another fine example of the swan, you know, being, being out there exposed, just with him and Josh playing to begin with. And he sounds, he sounds lovely. He's, he, he's emphasising that kind of 50s sounding nature as well when he's doing those roll-in, roll-out bits. He, roll he really in. goes with it, yeah. 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 He exaggerates that. Yeah, and, and, that, and that does sound super. It really sounds good. The imagery of his lyrics here are lovely as well. Yeah. And actually, a lot of the songs we're going to talk about, especially the next one, yeah. has some really great lyrical imagery. Yeah, great use of the, of the word bluff. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, loan on the bluff. It's not often you'll slide that into a song. No, it's not. The word bluff. That's I'm struggling right. to think of another example. Well, well, let's not. Let's not struggle. Let's move on. J- Jack says the subtlety of the drag that brings Chad in at the start is beautiful. Snare, Jack, snare, drags, and ghost notes are Chad's bread and butter. Absolutely, they are. When you consider everything here. You, you, you. What you've got is a really, really interesting and well moulded start to a song, which is part of why I like it. Where I go, where I go slightly off it later, later on is I think there's just not, you know, there's not enough variation there. It becomes a bit samey. Yeah, I, I, I can go along with that, but I do like the way that the, the, mel- the, the swan changes the melody to lead us into the chorus when he's saying, uh, "Bring home the night." And it's a lovely way to move from that verse structure to the chorus yes. structure. Yeah. And it's a great chorus. Yes, but it I works. think you're right. I think you are right in yes. saying that it is perhaps a little bit repetitious as as the song moves on. Yeah, and that, I think I think that's well intended because they could have easily tried to come up with another section, but we know what happens when that happens. And, this, and it will happen a couple of times in the songs we're talking about as well. It's yeah. where the songs get a bit more disjointed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I, I appreciate that they didn't do it. And I actually really like... I love that 50s feel, and I love the way they sort of transformed it into a more modern-sounding song. I think the transition is brilliant. And also what you get from here, 
as you, as you're saying, it becomes a more modern song. It becomes a bigger, rockier song. Yes. But to my ear, the way that Josh is achieving that sound is actually in the old-fashioned way. It sounds to me like to get that guitar tone more pushed, to make that more powerful, mm. he is just using the, the, the natural drive of the amp. It will be augmented with something. Uh, but just turning up that volume pot, digging in more to the strings, mm. playing, literally mm. playing the guitar harder yeah. to get those build-ups into the chorus. Like yeah. Jing, 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 jing. And actually, noticeably, on the build-up to the second chorus at 147, it's noticeably more aggressive and, and, and the, and the yes. guitar's more pushed. So if you listen to 51 seconds, first time they do it, and 1 minute 47 seconds, you'll see a real difference in, in the aggress- aggressive, aggressive nature of the guitar. Yes, that's right. That's right. And, and Jack goes on to say, the production sounds fantastic. The I'm With You era is actually his favourite drum sound of Chad's mm. tenure in the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Mm. The snare sounds crisp and tight, but not o- too overproduced. Like something from Californication era. And that's, that's interesting. So that, that seems like a fair comment. Cali takes a pounding. Yeah, it does. When, it, when, you, when, you, when you start to boil it down into production chat. Yeah. And yeah. rightly so, I think. But for, for someone like me who, at the time of listening to Cali, it wasn't that, that, that kind of thing wasn't on my radar at all. Mm. I was a young, virile specimen of a man who just wanted to hear the songs and take them for what they were. You were... A young, virile specimen of a man. Mm. I can vouch for that. Thank you. Often I'd see you topless. Yes, yeah. Well, you saw me topless today. I did. I have to say, the, the young, virile man of 1999 is oh, been somewhat think... replaced by a slightly less virile... Overweight, hairy man. man <laughs> of the, the, the smooth, virile, six-packed yeah. body of 1999. Is gone. Gone, but not forgotten. Oh, no, certainly not. There are photographs of it dotted around the house. Oh, what a body. Yes. Well, I mean, you were Swan-esque at times. I, well, I was. Yeah, and now, uh, yeah, now you are. Well, now I'm Swan-esque at, at times as well. You are. But I do rely on the Swan letting himself go. Yeah, you do rely on the Swan kind of having a, 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 a re- mid-Covid <laughs> lapse. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> this is another example, and we, this is going to be again and again and again, we're saying, wow, for Josh's backing vocals. Yeah, very much... Uh, I'm with you era, Josh, as well. Yeah, absolutely. Brilliant incorporation of that sound into into this sound, which is, as we say, a, a kind of themed song at the beginning. Yeah. Um, do you think that's why, you know, let's boil it down, why didn't it make the album? I think it's a bit repetitious. Do you think it's more album worthy than some of the others that we did in part one? Uh, yes. I do too. But less so than others. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um, here, here's something I noticed that I really liked. As they go back into verse two, instead of flea sliding into the, the verse, Josh does a, a slide down. Mm. So it's a, obviously a different sound, but it's a, it's a mirroring of that previous bass slide, which I, which I really liked. And it's in that break between the first chorus and the second verse where you hear that rotary pedal mm. really in full effect playing a little bit of lead. Um, if it is indeed a rotary pedal, it's just what it sounds like to my ear. I had, a, I had one. I had a TC Electronics Vibroclone rotary pedal on my board for a little bit. Never used it. No. No, but you, did, you had a space to fill, presumably. So. No, I took something off to put it on. Oh, Christ. Yeah. Well, you, you, you used even less than never. I had a volume pedal that I was using, and it was a, it was a 
proper good volume pedal. I can't remember the oh, name. Re- it was Reek Good. It was, it was uh, Reek Good. E. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was uh, a Morley, but it, uh, it had a volume control on it. So instead of like heel down being completely silent and toe forward being completely full volume, sure. this had a volume control so you could control how loud it was when you had your heel down. So you could use it to, to move between. Uh, okay, so you could you could you could just it, hammer it back and bring the, the guitar parameters down quieter. were controllable. Yeah, it was superb. However, then I bought another overdrive pedal. I bought another tube screamer, and found that I didn't then. <laughs> I mean, these these are just yeah, words. Just, You're just making I, this up. I found that I then. He bought a tube did, screamer. Apparently. Didn't need the volume pedal because I had two tube screamers. So yeah. I had a completely clean tone. Fine. I had a tube screamer set to zero, which just dirtied even at set to zero, it just dirties it up, just pushes it slightly. As a tube screamer set to zero does. And then I had a tube screamer set higher to push it further for, for choruses. Mm. So for example, when I played the one I love, I had the, the tube screamer set to zero on because it just gave it a little bit of grit for that. You know that quiet intro that I did? Yeah. yeah. Um Pedal chat. Pedals. Pedals with Ben Townsend. <laughs> Uh, what a pedal board it was, though. But anyway, because I stopped... Oh, it was you, a fantastic board. Because I, I, am I right in thinking that at one point you had two tube screamers? Yes, I did. <laughs> one was set to zero. It just dirtied up the tone slightly. That's right. Um, and I used it on the one I love. Uh, so by, so I didn't. when I got the two tube screamers, I didn't need the Morley volume pedal. <laughs> so no. I took it off. Yes. I might sell it because they're quite rare. No, don't, well, in that case, don't sell it. No. Keep I was thinking it. I could get money for it. No, but keep it until they become even rarer. Okay, fine, I will. Um, you want to reach the apex of rarity. Rarity. How, how do you know? Well, it's judgment. Okay, so second verse. Listen to that rotary guitar sound getting more prominent from 134, 1 minute 34 seconds. Yes. And it's a real builder of a song. Does it put you in mind of Queen? No. In any way? No. Maybe it's just the title. Well, and uh, when the one is singing it, a lot of the time he's not saying love of your life, he's saying love of my life. Yeah, he is, yeah. So, no, does it put you in mind of Queen? No, but it puts me more in mind of Queen than other chilli songs. Sure. But I think that might just be the title. Right, I think, I think you're right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like if they had a song called Mohemian Bapsody. You might... Well, it's not like that. It, I mean, it is a bit like that, but that doesn't make any sense. Or a song called I Want to Eat Brie. You would that would put you ah, in mind of Queen. That's very Christmassy. It is, isn't it? I want to eat brie and cranberry sauce. I want to eat brie and cranberry sauce. Want to eat brie for the first time. This time I'll eat brie for real. Yeah, I want to eat brie. Yeah, yeah. With me, that's what Gary does at the thing. Here we go. God, God knows. knows. Sing Ooh. it out now. God knows I want to eat brie. Bow, 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 bow. bow. Oh, it's strange. But, but it's, it's true, true. yeah. Hey, I can't get over the way you eat brie like you do But I have to be sure when I walk out that door To the supermarket by brie Oh, how I want to eat brie Yeah, bam, bam Oh, how I want to eat brie Bam, bam Oh, how I want to Other cheeses are available Yes We're not the BBC No, we're not But the balance is important What should I say? The BB Brie. 
Very good. Or the Brie BC. <laughs> or the B Brie C. And that's covered all of the options off. The B Brie C, the Brie BC, or the B B Brie. That's all on. It is. Let me just have a suck of lolly. Lovely. I just okay. need my sponsor. 12 Days of Christmas, Brewdog. Ooh, cool. 12 Beers of Christmas. Yeah, Brewdog. Brewdog. Where did you get that from? My wife gave it to me in my stocking. Oh, that's nice. Yes. And you had the first one, Hoppy, a very Hoppy Xmas. Yeah, that was garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I've drunk it, though. Thank you, Brewdog, for nothing. 6%. Uh, maybe that's why they don't sponsor me. It was delicious. <laughs> yeah, it was lovely. I'm actually... But- Sorry, go no. on. No, no, please. I, I, I must. I am now drinking Hazy Jane Guava, which is delicious. Which we know you love. Mm. I'm sponsored by Jealous Sweets. I'm having a, a pack of gluten-free plant-based jelly sweets. Mm. They're d- absolutely delicious. Good. Uh, I gave them to you. Yeah, you did. For Christmas. Mm, thank you very much. So let's talk about the myth a bit here. Oh, God, the myth. It sounds like at 2.09, he's doing... A kick pattern, either with a double bass drum or just very quick kick pedal work. So it's difficult to tell. And they are, they are panned slightly, I think. They're panning left and right of the different drums. Mm, mm. Um, whew, yeah. Okay, the solo. Let's talk about the solo. It's a big, messy... Big, messy affair. It's a big, messy affair. I, I find that it loses its way very quickly. And you hear Chad working really hard during it. Yes. And you actually hear Flea working... It's an insane bass line Flea's playing. Mm. Chad's doing the boom, 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 dear. And Flea then throws in every time that happens. Crazy little real fast bass run. Uh, first one is at 223. Mm. So it's like... Similar to that noise, but not exactly the same as that it's noise. It's not precisely that, but it is very But do similar. listen at 223. Yeah, I mean, Jack comes in for us. He says, one, at one minute, the sound of the kit is lovely. The dynamic change between the verse and the chorus is really nice. Chad's all over the kit during the choruses, crashing the cymbals, but during the verses, he only really uses his hi-hats, snare and kick drum, giving the song a much deeper sonic feel. Mm. Which yeah. I think is an interesting take, because <sighs> this is where we're so blessed. Yeah, we we've are. Got, we've got people who are able to analyse these songs in a way which we simply can't. Hashtag blessed. Hashtag blessed. Hashtag Merry Christmas. Mm. Hashtag good old Jack, good old Aiden. Yes. Lovely triplet feels, he says, at 234 and 253, which I did notice, yep. I have to yep, say. Yep, 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 yep. Subtle enough so it doesn't stick out too much, but he does use this fill a lot. At, at 306, I notice he does a double roll, like... Yeah. That's yeah. a great one. He's got that in the locker. I love that one. He's got it in the locker. Quick, he says, kick drum hit is... In, in, no, he doesn't. He says... He doesn't. Doesn't say that at all. <laughs> does he say it or not? He doesn't say anything. No, fine. I was going to say something, but he does say something. But I won't go into it now. No. Is that for a different song? No, no, it's not. Well, if, you're gonna, if it's this song, we're about to finish talking about it, so... It's fine. I can't make sense of what it says at the end. So. Right, I will have a look myself. The dynamic change between the verses and chorus is really nice. Chad's all over the... I think you've just read that. Yeah. Much deeper sonic feel. Yes. Chad, subtle enough so it doesn't stick out too much, but he uses for a lot. A snare hit, then rack tom, floor tom, kick drum hit in quick succession. Works nicely when a song uh, is in 6-8 with it being a triplet. Call that Chad the Myth Math Smith. Oh, that's where I got confused. Yeah. There's an extra word in there. <laughs> a, but the snare hit to rack tom to floor tom to kick drum 
is is is, and that's why they call him Chad the Myth Math Smith. There you go. Thank you. Finally, we got there. Sorry, Jack. I am dense. What did you make of the outro? It all kind of reigns it back in. It's it's different from the verse structure. I like it. Line. Uh, yeah, I like it. I like the way it winds down. I like the chat from the Swan talking to Flea about you know giving it. I'm not entirely sure about people. Well, talking I know. I know. Songs. I knew you'd say this because it's just typical you. Yeah. It is. Um, what do you make of it at the beginning when he says, she gave me the love of my life? I, I, yeah, see, it's because it makes you say it in that voice. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. I don't know if people should talk it. during songs. To me, that's, that kind of puts me in Queen territory. Does it? I don't know why. Yes, I think it does. <laughs> We're going to have to get off this song. You think it's a Queen song? <laughs> I know. Um, I don't mind the chat. Some of the Swans chat can be really annoying, and I, I, I acknowledge that. I'm a bigger Swan fan than you. Um, I didn't know I was going to make that noise. No. But here, I don't mind it at all. Okay. So I'm, I'm giving him this. I'm, I'm, giving, I'm, I'm giving him this. Fine. Meh. It's given. That's what I think of it. No, the podcast, I like, I like, received the podcast seal of approval. Fine. I like the guitar and bass section. The old one, two, three, four, five, six, one, two, three, four, five, six, yeah. one, two, three, four, five, six, one, two, three, one, two, three. Yeah. Nice little line there. Yes, and, indeed, um, indeed. I like, tell you what he likes me, I like the keyboards that come in, kind of some spacey sounds, they come in quite subtly. Oh, I didn't know you liked them, because you walked off before they'd even finished. They come in subtly, I have listened to the song before, they come in subtly at the beginning, but by the end of the song, that's the only sound you can hear. Exactly, yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. So I do like things coming in quietly, but then being the, the dominant feature. He does. It, you've always said that. I love it. I've Bring it in that. quiet and then make it dominant and you've got me on side. I've always said <laughs> that. It receives the podcast seal of approval. It does. It does. Uh, okay. So is this going on I'm With You? <sighs> I think it's a very strong song on uh, like a secondary set of songs from a recording session of an album. Well described. Um, would it go on the album? I don't think it does. No, and it and that pains me. It doesn't. Because I think it's a good song, and I think it has some real qualities. But it doesn't make it on. I mean, well, this is what I was thinking of, though. We don't like Dance, Dance, Dance. No. God, no. So. Fine, stick it up. Probably almost any of these songs. <laughs> I'll tell you what's not getting on the album. Well, uh, what? In Love Dying. Spoiler warning. <laughs> it's, too, it's too long. Oh, is that it? Right. right. Okay, we'll, <laughs> anyway, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> okay. We're now yeah, moving. Brilliant. Moving on to Hometown Gypsy. Love sh- the length. Shall we move on? Yes, we must. Well, as we come there out of hometown gypsy, (laughs) as we come there out of hometown gypsy, I said to Sam, do you want a beer? Generic blue cool box is working doubly hard tonight to keep my carlings cool and to keep some of Sam's weird beers cool. I handed him a fresh, delicious, what's it called? A mallow laser quest. Delicious can of mallow laser laser quest. You're going to be telling me that's marshmallow flavour, aren't you? Marshmallow and pineapple hazy IPA. Ridiculous. Ridiculous! We'll see what happens. I'll drink it in a moment. I'm not tasting that one, I tell you that for you now. You tasted any of them? I bloody did. Which one? Last time we recorded, I tasted that flipping. Oh, you, you did? Made you liked me. it, yeah. What flavour was it? I can't remember. 
It tasted like sweeties. Rhubarb and custard. It tasted like sweeties, <laughs> mummy. Oh, it tasted of sweeties. Meta, meta. <laughs> the IPA tasted of sweeties. <laughs> tell, dash and tell, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> but as we move away from the Latin, yeah. <laughs> yes, that is definitely Latin. Hometown Gypsy. What a great tune. All right, you, you start. Well, what a great tune. <laughs> nice to see Greg Kirsten there, back on the piano. Yeah, brilliant. I'm with you, Era, of course. Oh, he loved it. The whole thing is like, it's like an old-fashioned yarn. The Swan's well, a storyteller on this, this song. Yeah, this is one of the things I like about it. It's, it's another themed track, hmm. even more themed than... The previous one, uh, the was Queen song they just did. Um, well, that was a Queen theme. Yeah, yeah. Bree, that was Brie themed. Yeah, that's right. No, but this is very much a theme song. And as you say, a story here. Oh, it's great. Some, Love of the, it. some of the lyrical imagery this one conjures up on this song is superb. Knowledge uh, was our drink of choice and we always wanted more. Yeah, yeah. The girl who told me what to do was missing her front tooth. Mm. I can see that girl. Dooth. Yeah. The girl who told me what to dooth. Was missing, missing her, her front, front tooth. tooth. Well, the girl who told me what to do was missing her front tooth. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's superb stuff. I love that. The, the melody is great. This one switches it up during the mm. verses. So he, he'll do a rhyming couplet. And then the, sec, but the second half of each verse, he changes that melody, uses more extended notes as he comes to the end of the line. So like a grave called... A grave called 45. Yeah, yeah. It's, oh, it's... it's it's songwriting that we can all recognise, hmm. but um, I think they do a great job of it. This I don't know why, but it puts me in mind of On Mercury, where they take on something that you know, we, all, we would already recognise, but they do a really great, great job of it. Their spin on a different genre. Yes, yeah. if you will. This, this, of course, and I will, this, of course, puts me in mind of the Dodge Brothers, a band that we are very fond of very and passionate of. about. Passionate. Local band. Uh, if you search Dodge Brothers, uh, Mark Kermode, Mark Kermode, the mm. film critic, is their bass player. That's how we got into them. Seen them many times live. Many times. Had that gig in the in the. I'm sure we've talked about this. Have we? Oh, sure. Well, we just just re, just cover it again. Just to make sure. They're they they're kind of a skiffle band. They play. They say they play bl- uh, songs about um, trains and alcohol or something like that. Yeah, and, and murder. Yeah. They love the old America, Americana, is what they love. Very like. much like myself. Yeah, and me. And so uh, we went to see them once. It was Christmas. They'd stopped playing our favourite song. Oh, I wasn't album. there. I wasn't oh, no, you there. For there. This. Yes, no, yes, I unfortunately you had worked. to go to bed. Because um, you had work next morning. Yes. And we, well, me and Dubbers mainly. Yeah, well, yeah, my wife. Yeah, we were shouting out. My the, wife! Shouting out, the name of, <laughs> shouting out the name of this song, which is Please Don't Go. Is it? No. Um, I, don't <laughs> want, I don't want you to go. <laughs> so please don't go. Is, uh, please don't go. Babe, I love you. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they said, if you stop shouting that out, we'll play it for you after the... We'll do a private showing of it after Yeah, the it was bollocks. It was, of course it happened it was when I wasn't absolutely there. Absolutely I like that song way more than we you. We have it on video. Uh, we, it was we, a joke. It was great. I often watch it when I'm not with Sam just to, just to celebrate. Just to rub it in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Constantly messaging me screenshots of him watching that song. Yeah, constantly talking about it on podcasts. What I also like about this, this intro as well grabs you immediately. But, got that- I mean, what I will say, of course, is that was 
all good and well. Yes. But I was at ATP. Yeah, the whole, yes, you were. For the yeah. whole show. Yeah, yeah. And you, yeah, so yeah stick, the bird, the bird, the bird. Yeah, your pipe are, yeah. and smoke it, mother trucker. The bass line here grabs me immediately. Propulsive. Yes. The drumming, great. The piano line, love that piano line. It repeats a part twice and it sounds like it's almost doing what you do on the guitar, a hammer on on the guitar. So mm. ding. That's right, yeah. Very clever. Does that a couple of times. The, a really busy strummed acoustic guitar over in uh, the right ear. Throws in a little fill to proceed the swan coming in, and the swan comes in and does a hell of a job mm. with superb melodies, superb lyrics, superb oh, imagery. Just, just, it's great. What, what's, what's our what's our drum ambassador got to say? Well, he this? says that um, it was an interesting song. He opens up with it certainly is classic country style snare beat. Ghost notes with the left hand, accents with the right hand, sixteenth note triplets. Yeah, this is I- a fairly basic rudiment warm up turned into a beat. I like the way he's he's highlighted what Chaz's doing there because you can hear the the emphasis on yes on one of the hands. That's right, and, and it, th- this is actually something that I do when I play the cajon. Yeah, when you're when you're playing a beat which is largely the same, but you can mix it up within the parameters of, of that samey beat. All you can do is is change the the kind of um, you know how hard you change it, the attack, change the attack, change things up, and he does it very well. Here. Yeah. Good stuff. The well, dynamic, the dynamics of the beat, if you will. I do, and, and I will. What, what else has Jack got to say while I turn over the page? This is a fairly basic rudiment turned into a beat. A slower, less aggressive and less busy version of what Chad's playing on their Red Hot, which is interesting. That is interesting. But it is, you know, it's a fairly, it's a fairly well-trodden and well-recognised beat. It's not, I, mean, I, I feel I could play this on the snare drum. Yeah, it's not difficult. Not much to say about this one, to be honest. It sounds like it would have been fun to play. And I think that sums yeah, up the whole song. Well, especially given that it goes absolute, Chad goes absolutely crazy on the choruses. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, what, but, but the, what the, happened? The change up to the chorus for, for everyone. Again, this is a song which doesn't suffer from Red Hot Chili Peppers mismatch. It, it, this is a total song and a total experience. Interesting you say that. Apart from, of course, the little bit in the middle. The little bit in the middle, which isn't unnecessary. Yes. Interesting you say that because I remember the first few times I heard this thinking that it was a mismatch. Right. In what respect? The drum pattern changes to something quite really aggressive and attacking on on the kick drum especially. Mm. That's the big change. The rest of it is just a build and a rise. But Mm. the and actually the instrumentation doesn't change that much. It's only the playing that does. They're not adding anything particularly, if anything at all, in this first chorus. They're just changing what they're playing and the way they're playing it. Yeah. But the, 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 the drums, it's a real change in attack and, and beat style, which, yeah, is okay. what, which is what, in the past, has pulled me out of it. I have to say, now, it, I don't feel so strongly about that. Uh, when it comes to the change-up, I go with the swan. I ride with him. Yeah. And I get the sense that he, he really enjoyed this one. I just I I I was in I just got out of the shower the other day. Oh no! I was completely <laughs> Listen to it again, I naked. I was completely naked. Oh god! <laughs> and uh, tweet, tweet it out. No, it, and, and and this song was on. You must have been more sober than you were when you did that. I was. Oh gosh! Don't shower when drunk. That that's a health you know a, a public health warning. Okay. You might slip. Um, but no, I was uh, there. I was completely nude. Go on. Listening to this song. And I was just like this, doing like the cowboy. The cowboy dance. Yeah. Brilliant. I, I was. Arm above the head, lasso style. Uh, I was d- doing a double lasso, if you will. 
And I and I, I will. <laughs> <laughs> and I enjoyed it. That's all I was. Well, I rented the cowboy dance. This is what noise <laughs> did you? Yeah. More and more people doing it. I see yeah. you doing it. No, that's right. And you so did. I was yeah. pretty jealous. A big. When did you invent it? He's in the mid nineties. Th- oh yes, yeah. Well, you are a, a man. I'm of a man of nineties. Well, you say you are. Yes, and I, I, st- I stand by it. Okay, so, well, in that case, can I just say how honoured I am to be with you this evening, the man who invented the cowboy dance? That's no problem. Do you want me to show you the double cowboy now? <laughs> I don't need to get undressed. <laughs> no. <laughs> Hang on, what does, what does it mean, the double cowboy? What else are you swinging about? You will, eh? My thingy, yeah. <laughs> oh, right, okay. <laughs> right, sorry, I wasn't sure. Just did want to clarify. Yeah. No, thank you. No, fine. I'm g- good. It's okay. very cold. It wouldn't be there, much of there, a there would, have, there would have been significant shrinkage. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, so out that first chorus, I love at 1 minute 12, the keys slide us into the next verse. They kind of rise up. Yeah. And they hold a note. Great stuff. Great stuff. Uh, it might be the piano. Get J- um, Josh comes in on the back end sweeping backing vocals the sound of that gets more bigger and more lush chorus more bigger nipper more bigger more lush <laughs> oi cling offer yeah more bigger good carry on yeah and, the, and then we're into the chorus too which is a build which yes. does have dis- different instrumentation it does get more bigger you get a big yeah more bigger cling offer you get a big wobbling guitar in the right ear uh, and, it, and it's extended chorus as well. Mm. This chorus and the last chorus are longer than the first chorus. They had the country roads part. Country roads would never would never let me stay. Yes. And it just did you enjoy that mouthful? This that went mallow back. laser quest. Can I talk to you after mouthful two? Because mouthful one is always a bit of a shock. Yeah, of course you can. And now we're at the interlude. Yes. Lovely, so lovely interlude. Wonderful playing. Sounds great. What's if it doing, anything, what's it doing here? If any, yeah. If anything. You know, here we are in the the Wild West, mm. galloping across the prairie, prairie, if you will. And I will. He will. <laughs> um, but th- this either needs to be completely removed, or I feel needs to be twice as long. Something needs to happen, for sure. Maybe they're just trying to bed down. They've got their bedroll out. They're laying around a fire. The stars. They've put up some string with some tin cans attached. Ah, I know what you mean. Yeah. To alert them of any approaching Intruders. enemies or uh, wild animals. Exactly. Boar. Boar. Buffalo. Caribou. Lovely stuff. Not not in the Wild West. No. But in, you know, if we were camping out in Canada, for example. Uh, 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 Alaska. Mother Russia. Do not suffer. Mm, she's strong enough, all right? She is, and she always has been. Uh, but this interlude is is not right. Well, I feel it either needs to be removed completely or twice as long. <sighs> yes, you can see them bedding down for the night, unrolling their bedrolls. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, do you want it removed or do you want it twice as long? I, I would remove it, actually, because I think this song would work... I don't know what... It needs possibly something else other than just the verse-chorus structure. Mm. But, but this is not what it needed for me. No, I, no, I do agree with you. I have to agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. Then they have one more verse, which is a shorter one, to get us into another extended chorus. No problem with it. A nice build. We get some lovely soaring, soaring vocals from Josh. Um, but they're quite low in the mix. Around 321, they're there. <laughs> Josh, low in the mix? Yeah. You must be kidding me. Well, later me. on, he's high in the mix, with vocals-wise. He's sometimes a bit low. 
Interestingly, on these al- on these tracks, quite often Josh's lead work in his guitar isn't low in the mix as it was on the actual album. No. Well, I mean, live-wise, he was always low. He was certainly too low when they were playing from uh, Cologne. Oh, God. I mean, there, it was ongoing. It was an ongoing issue. <laughs> an, on- an ongoing issue. I, I like it. I like the outro where it just kind of beds itself back down. I like, I like the yeah. circular nature of that. Each instrument just kind of picking through their part. Lovely, lovely, Okay, lovely, let's lovely. boil it down to brass, brass tacks. Yeah. Is it making the album for yes. you? Yes. It is? It is. Holy shit. Yeah. What's coming off? Dance, dance, dance. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I put something on, it'll be yeah. dance, dance, yeah. dance. Uh, for me, I like it. I do like it, Ben. I like it a lot. But it's not making the album. Hang on, you think dance, dance, dance is better than no, you can't. We can't replace everything. You can't. <laughs> Maybe we can't. This this doesn't matter. But what I do like about this, I like it enough and I will support it as a cult classic. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, great tune, and now we're going to move on. Well, as we slip out of the sunset sleeps, uh, it's an interesting one, that one. Thoughts? Immediate thoughts? Do you want me to be explicit? Yes. That song makes the album over any song that's on the album. Are you, are you, have you gone completely insane? No, I'm serious. Serious? I love it. That, but that's a ridiculous statement to make. No, it's not. That, you think that's better than Police Station? <laughs> <laughs> Look, we don't necessarily have to take off police station. <laughs> we just say any song. I did. Do you I think did. that's better than Meet Me at the Corner? Oh. Do you think that's better than Monarchy of Roses, Factory of Faith, Brendan's Death? I'm song? putting it on the album, that's all I'm saying. Before you taken off. <laughs> oh, well, the good thing is, we've always got Dance Dance Dance. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a funny one. It, yeah, it's um, funny. Funny in a good way. And actually, it's more serious than funny when you break it down. Absolutely, it is. Because yes, it starts funny. It's a gr- it, it's but a it grower. It's a grower in as much as every time I listen to it, mm. it makes more sense by the end of the song than it did at the beginning of the exactly, song. Exactly, exactly. And the- I love it. It's it's self referential, which I love. It grows and it keeps referring and developing things that have already. He's already said, man, I love the swan on it. Suki. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. kind of thing. Brilliant. Well, that whole verse section, and I'm going to have to be a little bit careful about what we call the bits of this song. For the, for the benefits of this, benefits? For the um, purposes of this conversation, okay. let's call those bits, the yeah. verses. Okay. Then the the pre-choruses, yeah, and then those quiet parts, the choruses. Okay, fine. That whole verse part, the intro verse part, is very, very off kilter. We, we often say that the that the guitar working against the bass or working against the drums, something's happening. Mm. Certainly against the bass, note combinations to cause tension, leading into release. Mm. But this, the choices here are just weird. I mean, on, on the on the introduction. 
the first bar, the first four, sounds fine, mm. and then you get that where it sounds off. Dare I say that there's a, a feeling of uh, psychedelia, psychedelia here? Yeah, you can. Which one are you going to go for? Psychedelia. Yeah, okay, I'll take it. Excellent. Ha- having said that, like, bar one is tuneful, bar two is not so much, bar three is tuneful, bar four not so much. Having said that, it's a lovely kind of loosey-goosey guitar from Josh in the right ear. It's yeah. such an interesting choice, it really is. And it's certainly one of the song's more esoteric deliveries, I think you'll agree. Oh, I, wouldn't, I, 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 I couldn't agree more. Lovely dropping bass line on the verses from, from Flea. And yeah, I, again, I, I've written down the word woozy. Yeah, yeah, the the whole feel here, and they all they all add to this is that feeling of nineteen sixties. It just, as you say, so you know, you know the typical spinning nineteen sixties. The disco ball. The di- no, that sort of hip, hypnotic feel. Oh, the Zephyr song video. It, well, that yeah, and another. Oh, a kaleidoscope. A little bit, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, so I don't know what you're talking about. None of, if nothing that I'm saying... Had three good guesses. <laughs> no, you know when they say you're going to fall asleep and... Oh, oh the, the Austin Powers yeah, da, 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 going back in time thing. That kind of thing. Da, 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 that, that just, yeah, exactly. It screams that to The me. endless spinning... The endless spinning Spiral. Spiral, if you will. Okay. okay. Um, yeah, and... Uh, <laughs> you guessed it first time. <laughs> Uh, no, it, it just takes me there, and it, you know, for fear of repeating myself, this is another song that, for me, doesn't fall apart when uh, during the changes. No. I think they all work. I agree. The um, the juxtaposition between the 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 nineteen sixty spinning spiral and the choruses where it just it take it. And it, it is quite jarring. Do you gear. really want to? You know that could that could not work. Well, there are jarring parts in it. Some of the decisions that, that Chad makes on the drums are really mm. odd. Like at exactly one minute, there's that four stuttering kick drum hits like din 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 one one two three four. Really, really odd. T- t- let somebody who knows what they're talking about explain. Well, again, Jack comes in. I think he you know he 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 seems to be relatively keen on it. He says another lovely drum sound on the song. Chad starts off on the ride cymbal, which really fills out the song and takes up a lot of the high-end space. Mm. And I think that's important for the opening sections because it does have that sort of strange feel. Would you consider picking your phone up and talking into the microphone when you're doing these I things? suppose I could, yeah. Okay. I will, yeah. The cymbal itself sounds huge and bright. Hardly any bell work. Right. And we, we all know that Chad's normally attracted to the bell of the ride. Aren't we all? Yes. The kit goes from sounding huge and open to quite small when he switches to the hi-hats in the chorus. But it's, again, another great opportunity to hear how great that snare sounds. And, I, you know, that that's very true. Chad's snare on this song and on other songs, it's such a key aspect and a, and a backbone. Mm. Dare I say backbone? Yeah, I think, you'd, uh, yes, you, you have. You have, and I completely agree with you. Oh, thank um, you. Oh god, I, I love the way that flees Ooh. that flee opts for whereas previously in the verses he had a dropping bass line. Lovely dropping bass line. In the choruses, he he uh, and you know, I'll say juxtaposed again. He has a rising bass line. So I taught you that word. He did. He certainly did. <laughs> uh so it, it it's great, like just well constructed 
songwriting from Flea there. Mm, yeah. So yeah. I, 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 the, the choruses are, are nice. You've got a guitar in each ear doing similar but different things. Yeah, know, there's a like, lot of good there's like a lot of good guitar work going on here. Yeah, there is. And actually there's a the, the lead guitar puts me in mind of the George Harrison song My Sweet Lord. Um oh, he's off. He's off on the whistle. That line from My Sweet Lord, the lead line, is a is a similar it, 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 I haven't checked this, but it strikes 60s. me that it's, there you go. Back in there, maybe Probably 70s. the seventies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um yeah. They were riding that wave, as we all were, of course. Lurches awkwardly, again at 146, when it's going into a chorus. There's some odd choices from Chad here. Yeah, but I think, I think that, that kind of lurchy it's, feel, that kind of awkwardness adds to what is another, possibly another themed song. I think this is purposely an ode to the 1960s. Okay, well, I'll agree with you. Let's talk about the doors. I mean, the, the guitar solo oh God, here. Do we have to? I love the fact that you've got like a pre-solo that leads into that's the... That's the My Sweet Lord sound, and that's yeah. really nice. And that leads into what is quite a doorsy sound. Well, then it goes... And that, oh, what, and what a sound it is. Oh, well, you wouldn't, but, you know, maybe one day you will. It, it loses its way for me. I it think does, it's a really no, good, I think it's, it's a really good guitar The clarity solo. of vision here is something to behold. No, so I think there's clarity of vision in the first half of it. Yeah. And then at 2.38 is when it switches. It lots never of, loses it Lots for me. more drive, yeah. delay. No, yeah, no, it, it just never loses it. it yes, it's a, it's a development and it's a layer. And it's everybody adding to what we've already heard. Then it comes back down to, it boils down to its key component. Which is? Which is the swan sounding tremendous. Oh, yeah. I mean, the swan sounds great all across this song. Yeah. All across this song. Yeah. And then we're hitting the last chorus after this, after that solo, into where you're saying one sounding tremendous. Yeah. Flea plays a lovely climbing bass line starting at three minutes five seconds that takes us back into takes us back into the verse, sorry. So we get a little bit more just to then guide us mm. into into the chorus again. And that's a longer one, that last chorus, and it just it builds. So it builds from the, the, the way it's been quiet all the way through yeah. to more of um, a more developed sound. There's some classic Chili's uh, sort of song structure here. You had it at the beginning where it was twice as long and then halved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Then now we see twice as long at the end. Well, where we get a short verse to lead us into the chorus. Yeah. It's actually, it's a bit higgledy-piggledy, the, the, the structure, actually. But That's it, very much like the 60s. Yeah, it really was. 60s was notoriously a very higgledy-piggledy decade. Right, let's move on then to Pinkus Floyd, shall we? Yes, another um, song, if that's, you will. I was, was going to divulge song. some no, personal feelings, no, no, no. which Save I it. won't do. Save it. Uh, just a, a brief interlude, if I may. The Mallow Laser Quest. Mm. Uh, going to Lips. It'll be gone by the end of this song, and for that I'll be grateful. Pleasure to meet you, got so much more to offer the world, see what's in store, stay up all day. Someone to love, that's my boy Chip Chop, open the door, then we never close shop, stay up all day. Okay then, we've just listened to Pinkus Floyd, a 
A big one amongst the fan community. Very much so. Uh, Where do you stand on it, though? That's the that's the big question here. I like it. Mm. I like it. I, there's a lot lots of things I, I really like about it. Okay. Let's put it that way. Well, outline them for me. Okay. Well, let's talk about the introduction first, which is... Yeah. I've got some facts about the string part. All right, fact it up. Right. The Sonus Quartet. Yeah. Oh, no, brilliant. Violin, two viola, cello, strings arranged by Vanessa Fairbaim-Smith. Mm-hmm. I love the way it resolves. Um, it's such yeah, an. I don't. I, you know, I like that. I like that as a little builder. It's a great. It's a great little bit. It's completely unnecessary. Mm. But I like the way the strings rise and they resolve into the chord that that Josh is playing. Yes. Yeah. And that's when the swan is then exposed. I think that, that whole section. section that whole section works. It works together. Yeah. As okay. you say, with with that sort of stringy section, then Josh, then the swan, and then when what I like as well is when. Pardon me, at 1 minute 12, the introduction of the shaker and the bass. Yeah. The shaker comes in when the lyric shake it for me anyway is, is being said. Which is bound to be a, a purposeful measure. Clever stuff. I love, I love that first section. I just love it. And, and actually, I dismissed the string section, but I'd like to retract that dismissal. Okay. Because it, it really does add to the whole feel. You're okay, you look upset. Oh, sorry, I was just getting very gassy. <laughs> Having a gas attack. Um, that, yeah, that whole first section is brilliant. Before it goes into the... Yeah, the chorus. So, yes, great first section. This one, once again, sounding top notch. Top draw, top draw. And, and lyrically, uh, a very touching song. A welcome yes. song for Josh. Um, welcoming, him, welcoming him into the band. Mm. Lyrics like My Boy Chip Chop which is apparently what he called the nickname for Josh. Doesn't want a closed shop. No, it pleasure. let's think, think of some of the lyrics where they're welcoming Josh, or he's welcoming Josh. Pleasure to meet you, never closed shop, stay all day, do you feel the spark when you play the part, fake it for me anyway. It's all about, about my reading of it is it's about the pressures that Josh must have been feeling, trying to step mm. into someone like Frusciante's shoes. A virtuoso guitarist. When you fill the void is another lyric. A nice, touching message. I think you could, I take away from this song. I take that away as well. It's a song, which yes, it has has garnered a huge following. Whether or not that's quite warranted, I'm not sure. I'm not. It sure. seems to be an endless build. Oh, but that's what that's exactly what it is. It builds so well throughout yeah but it, it <laughs> i like that about it no, you, you, I, I like it but it, it's it seems like an endless build but actually it doesn't it doesn't really build the only time that it peaks for that brief moment is when the swan opens up it opens up or attempts to open up no no i, I give him his due i think he successfully opens up i give him his due but i'd like to hear him do that for one more you know a couple more lines how oh, I, I think the gradual build up throughout because the verses uh, the first couple of chords are rising chords, yeah, and so that really uh, um, accentuates the fact that it feels like it's building and getting yes. bigger and bigger. Yeah, but then when he does open up those lungs, and it sounds so tremendously promising, and then he goes back to what he was doing yeah, before. Yeah, I, I don't think it, it. I don't think he gets there. It feels like he needs to go up, and but he's at the top of his range, and so he yeah. comes back down. Oh yeah, I just would like to hear him go one more level. Yeah. Or at least stay at that level for one more, you know, a couple more lines. That would have sufficed. Personal opinion, says Jack, drum ambassador Jack oh, Johnson. Right. I don't rate the song as highly as everyone else seems to. 
There's not a lot special going on here from Chad. It has a touch of the By The Way era about it, and there's a lot of different instrumentation going on, just keeping it straight grooving down the middle and playing fairly simple stuff to keep the song moving. Yeah. That's, a, that's, a, that's an interesting insight. Yeah. There's a lot going on, so he's keeping it simple. That's the kind of thing that we, that we talk about all the time. If something's going on, Keep, Keep it, simple. it simple. If it's, it's not, going, not on, going on, do something on, more do. complicated. Yes. Jack's on the same and this page. this coming from Jack. 322, listen to how good that snare sounds. And the subtle drags and ghost notes Chad's playing on there. It's not a lot, but it's a lot more interesting to listen to than just playing a straight beat. He's a master at that. Great way to build up the tension by staying on the hi-hats for as long as possible before moving over the rise cymbal at 4.30 for that big ending and the crescendo of the song. And I, I agree, there's, there's some lovely um, hat work from Chad there. There's bits where he's opening the hi-hat to start building it up. Yes, yeah, it's those subtleties. You know, uh, Jack's talking about the ghost notes, and if you're not listening out for it, it, it will go unnoticed. But it's the kind of thing that if it's not there, yeah, the you song... Will, you, don't... Well, you may notice it. You may, you may not be able to identify exactly what's missing, Yeah, but, but something would be missing. Something would be missing, and the song would sound inferior. Yes, this song is a song that's popular. It fills me with a certain amount of happiness. I use that word, you know, slightly hesitantly. To be honest, you sound like you use the word happiness very loosely there. (laughs) Yeah, I could could replace it with nonchalant. Yeah. That's French. Yeah, so it certainly is. We. Uh, Yeah, or poo. Mm, Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Here's something, here's a part I really like and I really appreciate. As we come out the first chorus, the way it segues into, into the second verse is perfect. And what Josh does yeah. is he, he really helps here because he's playing a lead line at 148, which covers the end of the chorus into the beginning of the next verse. And yeah. it really ties them together yeah. be, be, absolutely beautifully. And it, then it allows, because that instrument was already added coming out the chorus, for the song to then naturally build and build and mm-hmm. build. Um, and it builds and it builds more at 2.16. The bass line moves to a much more complex version of what Flea's been playing in the previous verse to get into the next chorus. There's a lot going on, and that's exactly what Jack just said. That's why Chad's playing it, it feels straight like, It feels like a, almost a, a project of passion. Uh, before you go any further on that point, do you want this jagged edge out the blue? Actually? No, I've just opened uh, a can of Lost Lager in Mango. Lost Lager what? Lost in Mango. And this will be another one, another favourite for you, I'm sure. Mango's crazy. Yeah, on podcast. Yeah, it feels like a passion project for the band. It feels like a song that they truly believed in. Why did it not make the album? What's your thoughts on that? Um, it's difficult, isn't it? It is. Is it because just it is not suitable? As we said in the in part one of I'm Beside You. I think there's stronger songs that didn't make the album and they've gone on record as saying the song selection was based on what fit as a as a whole for the album. Yeah. And so what you end up having to do if you've written this many songs and recorded this many songs is kill your darlings. Oh my word. Hmm. That's a a, a film theater or a theater a, an editing phrase where you have to not to use the stuff that you might really like yeah. to make thematically what you release more coherent. I understand. And I think that's what happened with I'm With You. So you, you, you then miss out a song that is as good as this, mm. 
but doesn't doesn't work so much on on, on the album. I think it was would have just been too much on the album. <laughs> let it let it live its life. In the shadows, in the, like Harry Lyon emerging from the shadows in the Third Man. But does it, you know, does it really want to dominate the album? Because it would do. I think it was. It's too overbearing for the album. It's got lot. It's got. Here's another thing that's going on. To add to that, it's a song with a lot going on vibe that we're going for. Yeah. Or do, we're not going for it. They went for it. You've Cor- gone for it. I've gone for it. Chorus two. You can hear has. That string string section yes. is pl- is plucking the strings. It's it's a pizzicato style of playing. That's it, a new word. And it sounds it, Italian. It's Italian, and it, it translates as pinched or plucked. Uh-huh. And it's where inst- with a stringed instrument, think of a viola or a violin. Here, it sounds like it's instead of using a bow, you are plucking the strings and it gives it a jaunty feel so it's quite low in the mix but if you listen to chorus two mm. they've got a pizzicato effect going on that's a that's an itp an international technical point an italian technical point yeah of yeah. course well yeah. very good ben that's the first time i've ever known you to use any italian i've used italian before surely not in not in my presence zola yes that's the first time you've ever said that to me. <laughs> uh, the breakdown, then. Um, I've put that it's really nice, but it doesn't... S- and it leads in... It leads nicely in to the next part of the song. It, and it's got that lovely... Oh, my. You can't I, that, it just, it, Yeah. Lost, These are difficult, lo- difficult moments lo- at, uh, <laughs> universally speaking, the Red <laughs> really podcast. They really are. Really nice, but it doesn't sonically fit with the rest of the song, no, I think. It's no. not... Is it a callback to the beginning? Yes, Possibly. Yes. But it's not the same musically. It's, it's different. Yeah. It yeah. does set And up- I, I, think that's, I think that's your spot on there. There's, there. there's not that coherence that you would usually expect. And therefore, it makes it slightly more difficult as a listener. What it does do is lead nicely into the stripped back. Uh, the next time the swan comes in on the verse structure again. Yeah. You've taken it back down to almost the very beginning again. Yes. Yeah, no. It- that works nicely, and then they build up moving forward. Mm. And actually, when Chad comes in on the drums, it, it, it has a little bit of the tears about it. Yes. Uh, just that, that, just slightly reminiscent for me of. There's um, just something of about it that just doesn't a quite fit. something there. You know, so uh, yes, it's good, it's joyous. There are absolute moments of quality. In it, the, it, from here on, for here, from here on in, the build is superb. Mm, yeah, okay. uh, the drums open up at three forty-seven. The drums are opening up on the hi hat. The backing vocals are coming in. You've got another guitar coming in, quite heavily treated. I just don't think it delivers on the build. I, oh, I really think it does because you have that mm. kind of natural. The, the volume increases not through whatever not through anything that's happening with the mixing, mm. but because the band are naturally playing louder. And there, there's another stagger and release moment at, at four twelve. Flea staggers himself. Flea plays some staggered notes, which then release into that kind of end section at four twenty five, where the Swan is really going for it. Yeah, no, he does, but I just don't think it. I don't think it reaches where I wanted it to get to. Mm. And that that always sticks with me. No, I don't have that that feeling about it. I think they build it. I think from that point where they drop out of that bridge section, that breakdown section. It's not a breakdown. It's a it's a bridge. 
they build and build and build really successfully. Fleas on that last turnaround. I don't doubt the success of the busier. Well, what are you saying then? I'm saying it doesn't get, it doesn't go far enough. Ah, okay. They build right. successfully to the point that they built it, and the swan goes for it. So you're then, you're asking for more of a like Brendan's death song, where it goes on and on. I want and one on. more level. That's okay. all I want. One more level. Okay. Okay, that's fair enough. And I don't think that's too much to ask. No, it's not. Well, given that they've done the effort to do all those previous levels. Yeah, well, well you know, one more <laughs> should have been fine, surely. Okay. But I'm, gl- I'm glad and, and pleasured to hear you speaking of this song in such high regard. I, I, I think it's really good. Oh, and that really is wonderful for me to hear because mm. you've not been overly enamoured with, with too many of the songs to this point. We haven't talked too much about the chorus and the fact that it changes so dramatically. I, I think the chorus part's really cool. Go on. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. It's a great, it's a great little funky part. I, I really enjoy it. Yeah, no. I, again, I like it. It's a bit cheesy. Yeah, possibly, but you know, especially when you when you when I think, you I think the put it directly to that lovely. Yeah. You know, that, that when you dab and do, and you dab and do, and then dab and do, dab and dab dab do, and he says he in and. Chip chop, and then he says shop in English mm. for some reason. Yeah, I see what you're saying. It is. I think the reason it sounds cheesy is the the rhyme selection from the swan potentially. Chip chop shop. I like it though. Yeah, I mean, I've got no problem with rhyming chip chop with shop. But why does he, why does he say shop in an English accent? I don't know. I don't have noticed that. Okay. Well, go back, and uh, you might notice it. It I'm, could just I'm be me. Forward, no. Well, no. You know me, I'm a stickler for an English accent. Well, we'd speak in English accents, technically. <laughs> it's not just a technical thing, it, it, that's a reality. But what accent do we speak? This isn't an English accent that we speak Southern in. English. It's Hampshire. Just, Hampshire hog. Hampshire hog. Yeah. Who are? Who are, me laddie? Who Where's are? your sausages? Hello, do, do we say that? Hello and welcome to University Speaking, the Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast. Ooh. My name's Ben Townsend from bentownsendmusic.net and I'm joined as always by Sam Townsend. Hang on, let me speak. I'm oh, sorry. And I'm joined as always by Sam Townsend from soundtownsendmusic.org. You've gone into a different, hang on, you've gone into a different accent there. So well, you've I've gone, gone Irish. Irish. <laughs> We're supposed to be Hampshire Hogs. Yes, we are. Ooh, are. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I can trust word. Well, that's just, like, that's just a, a kind of Irish pirate. No, we've discussed pirates before. Pirates say are. Right, and Hampshire hogs say, Ooh, are. Who done this before? <laughs> we had a good laugh about this once. Right, right okay, but we're not going to do that again. No, we can't. We we can. what, we, what we will say is that we like Pink as Floyd. Yeah. I personally, not as much as. I'm, I think I'm with Jack on this. I'm with you. Yeah, uh, I'm beside you. Great. <laughs> Very good. It's, it's good, but it's not all it's cracked up to be. I would put it on the album. Would you? Mm-hmm. Oh, I definitely would not put it on the album. Well, I think there's an obvious contender to come off.
Well, Sam, as I gaze into your eyes, yes, girl, ah, I can tell from the look in your eyes, ah. girl, sure. that you love your eyes, girl. Uh, I do, Ben. I, I that I said it before. Remove yeah. anything. That's on the album. Christ, just really stripping the album bare. Remove anything. What would you, so you uh, put this over Pony Station? <laughs> Pony Station <laughs> is off. Gone. Meet me at the corner. Gone. Monarchy of Roses. Gone. Factory of Faith. Gone. Brendan's Death Song. Gone. Now, here's the one that I think... There is a song that I think this... If you're going to replace a song off I'm With You yeah. with this song, yes. I think the contender is even you, Brutus. No, I would keep that. <laughs> <laughs> but do you see what I mean? I think this is. Uh, do you I agree? Do, I, I, it, there's a comparison. I, I think there's. There, there, oh, it's, it's it's thin, Ben. It is thin because this song for me stands out like nothing else. Nothing. Right. Let's else. talk. Let's talk. Chad, get Jack up. See what see what he's got to say because yeah, the, to the, the drum beat, the drum part is so key to this. Before, before you read Jack's part, can I just before we before we go any further, can I just say that piano at the start there? <laughs> That's the most incongruous. I like ninety five percent of this song. Right? Is it the piano at the beginning and the piano at the end then? No. Sorry. I just find it slightly incongruous that piano slide. No, man. Yeah, it's a bit weird. Given that, given the content of the rest of the song, I don't think it is. They're but, all there having fun. There happens to be someone on the piano. He wants to do his thing. And he does do it, it. Doesn't sound like they're having fun. They I are. mean, it does, but it, 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 this to me is reminiscent of Blood Sugar Sex Magic. Wow! And that, that, that drum, incredible. Yeah, incredible. that drum part is like it's like I've written. It's like BSSM on acid. What I would say for me, it's. I'm not saying it's. It belongs on one hot minute, but it's more one hot minute. I've also written down. This sounds quite one hot minute. Okay. It reminds me of the one hot minute era. Jack says, "This feels like Chad is slapping you around the head with every kick and snare hit." Couldn't and agree I think more. That's true. Chad, this is what Chad lives for, isn't it? Playing what? the drums, steak, beer, but not beer anymore. But steak still, presumably. <laughs> Hopefully, Stilson. Yes. No brie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure he's a brie man. A nice stronger brie. Yeah, a, a strength five. In a, in a muffin with some lovely streaky. No, come on. And Chad, some cranberry sauce. A muffin to Chad is... It's Christmas time. A muffin to Chad is the size of a, 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 a petit four. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> petit fours aren't that small. You had, that's about a centimetre you had your fingers apart. <laughs> Chad is big. Those hi-hats are being put, he says. To, oh, sorry. Sorry, Jack. You might sorry, find Jack. it full stop, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Says the man not looking at the that email. That is tremendous. That is <laughs> Those hi-hats are being put to work. There you go. Brilliant. I finally got there. Uh, by the way, Jack, don't confuse me like that. I'll read it, Jack. It's a, well, if I say full stop, that's it. I stop. <laughs> <laughs> Fully. Yeah. Right. Fully and aggressively. <laughs> okay, what an intro Jack says. Yeah, ah, fuck shit. I've read that stuff. Okay. Get to the bit where there's those I'm doing sparks. it. <laughs> and they are, those hi-hats are being put to work. I it's that, I, to be honest, I thought that was a, like a, a technical... A, a, a drummer's term. A drummer's term, yeah. Those hi-hats are being put. <laughs> <laughs> put to work. Now, what Jack says here, I really agree with. Yeah. There's a lot of space on this song. There is. And I think it's really cool that Chad plays a beat that could be played with one hand... 
instead of overplaying it and killing the groove and the feel. Mm. It sounds great. Again, the subtle tom feels during the chorus are great. Well, if it's often, playing, playing anything more complex, it would kill the vibe. Yeah, exactly. That, that's exactly right. That heavy feel of... Got ya. <laughs> right. <laughs> now, Jack makes a couple of points about the drums here, which certainly this is why we thank him for writing in. It's this kind of thing. At 2.26, we get a glimpse of what the song would be like if Chad played a straight beat on it. Coming out of the big snare fill, he straightens up on the hi-hats for one beat. He does, does say this is so pedantic. The hi-hat's still sounding huge. So it's a subtle one-beat pick-out. That's, that's the quality of Jack Johnson, our drum ambassador. That is Jack Johnson personified, and that's why we endorse him 100% in whatever he chooses to do. At 3.58, there's a great four-beat snare fill followed by a four-beat kick cymbal fill. Nice, and it is. There's some lovely, lovely fills from Chad on this song. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's an unbelievable song. It's an... Uh, I mean, we're in this business because we like the Red Hot Chili Peppers. We do. But this song is incredible. I was dancing around the kitchen to it the other day, and I insisted that my wife listen to it. She listened to it. She said she enjoyed it. I think She didn't enjoy it as much as me. No, clearly. I actually think this is a song that works. It needs to be as loud as possible, and I find it better with headphones on. Yes. A, a good quality pair of headphones. Naturally. A decent quality pair of headphones. Naturally. Because when that's pumping through your ears... You know about it. My, my tympatic... Ah! Whatever and I, I think the swan doesn't let... You know, he, he, he loses it towards the end there when he's doing his... Ah! Ooh! Well, so I don't mind but that. it works. No, it yeah. works. It works. He just about brings it in again. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Um, let's go back to the beginning. It's a very... After that key slide, when you've got the piano coming in on the right and the guitar on the left, it's very kind of herky-jerky approach. Mm, yeah, yeah. And it set, seems it set the swan coming in. That's balanced by a wonderfully smooth bass line from Flea, by the way. Yes, it is. Yeah, throughout. But the swan comes in and sounds absolutely massive. Mm. It's a punishing sound, mm, that yeah. first chorus. And, and despite what I said about the last song, not building enough, this is a song that doesn't build it starts where it finishes well there's a couple of bits there are there are of course some subtle builds but i i I would agree with you because it it actually is it reminds me of leave in uh, by rem by rem uh, which has which has a siren effect going all of the way through yes this has from yeah yeah. i think it comes in during the first verse but then certainly goes on in the right ear just a repeating kind of loopy yeah. Yeah. guitar noise this going song on lets over and you know, over again. It lays itself bare from the very beginning. And it, for me, it doesn't suffer from that because this is the whole point of this song. It, it takes you with it. There's a, there are some, some, some sort of nuanced changes, but ultimately it's a ride from the start to the finish, which doesn't really change. I don't mind it. In fact... I'm all for it. It's the repetitious nature of the song that I really enjoy. And I wish the 5% of the song that I don't like is is those three quiet bits. No, Ben. Because that breaks it up too much for me. No, it works. Far too too pretty. 
No. Far too pretty. No. And unnecessary. No. Yes. Couldn't agree less. Couldn't agree more. No. Yes. Fine. No. But I'm, no, this, for me, this song is perfection personified. Mm. It's done, it's dusted, it is what it is, and it's on the album. Right. What are you taking off? I'll take anything off. Police Station. But the good thing is we don't have to take off Police Station. Because Dance, Dance, Dance is available. <laughs> we can take off Dance, Dance, Dance. But I, I, I don't like to disagree with you. And, it, and in life, over the last 40 years, we very rarely disagree. I mean, but I yes. will disagree with you on this. That's fine. It's not going to be a deal breaker, is it? Going forward? Maybe. We'll, we'll see. We'll talk about it after the show. We'll talk about it after the podcast. Okay. Yeah, what else is going on here? The stagger release at two twenty-five. That that uh, snare roll from there's Jack- a, an offbeat. Ah, oh, that's just behind it, the behind the beat. Yeah, that then blasts us oh, uh, into God. the next it's section. Perfect. perfect. Oh, what, I, what I do love is in, on the second chorus two, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger because Josh comes in with this siren like we just talked about the siren mm. effect on on leave, like a, like a do back in vocal sound. Yeah. Oh, and, and Please I do, say I, you'll put it on the album. I do love it, I will say, at 3.26, when they go in, after the second quiet section, mm. when the swan, kill it, and then just mm. does a massive woo, and it kicks off. Yeah. It kicks off. This is better than many, many album tracks. Yeah, uh, I'm not going to... And put, by album track, I mean albums that have made... No, tracks that have made that have the made albums. Album. Yeah. 332, an amazing, a kind of atonal. There's two good bits from Flea here during the guitar solo part, if you like. There's a 332, it's a really atonal run. Yes. Which catches the ear so that you really notice that at 341, it sounds to me like he's bending the string and it sounds very briefly very similar to the introduction of Transcending. Mm. We've talked about the fact that this sounds similar to the one hot minute era. And that is another little touch never, point. For never, that. never more apparent than here when he quietly when he plays the transcending intro briefly, just for for one note. And at three three forty four, then we had Josh Josh ups his game again. Yeah, and the backing vocals. Yeah, are, yeah. Are, it's like you're in a in a in a, ch- in a the world's most echoey. It's like an amphitheater. Where mm. are you in the Colosseum? The Cl- the, enclosed, yeah, an enclosed coliseum with the roof on. They've, yeah. they've put a roof on it. They've rebuilt it and put a roof on it. It's like Wimbledon, court number one, ah, centre court. Now that they've put the roof on, yeah, that has changed the acoustics. Yeah, God, God, can you imagine the coliseum with the roof on in its heyday? It's really, really hard to imagine. I don't think they could have done it. They didn't have the pneumatic drive. Well, they simply didn't have the technology. It was impressive enough that they built it in the first place. Hmm. Yeah, roof it would have been a, but, a whole new but, level. But that backing vocal at 344 is, is unbelievable. Well, we, you know, we talk about the Josh here and we talk about his impact on the band. What we don't often talk about is where he could have gone, what could have happened. Well, yes, we've got the getaway, and, and it was a huge change from I'm With You. You know where I stand on it. Mm-hmm. But the next album would have been really interesting. We've talked about the two officially released Josh albums. And of course, this has been officially released by the band as well. But this is the unofficial, official third album. Yes. Yes. And, and there are some absolute belters on there. 
absolute belters on there. There are this and, bi- this being absolutely being one of them. This is incredible, and it's it's this kind of song. And, and when you look back on his tenure in the band, there is a obviously a, that happiness of John coming back is undeniable. Mm. But the twinge of sadness for Josh never never goes never away. quite goes away, does it? No, he'll always be just residing under my pillow. Mm. That's where he is. Yeah, I thought he was the new touring member of Pearl Jam, but no, he's he's just under my pillow saying. Imagine if I'd had the opportunity to do the third official album. He just whispers in your ear while you lay in bed naked listening to I'm With You. <laughs> yeah, he does, yeah. yeah. And that's, what made, that's primarily the reason why I so often get tempted into listening to the Josh era stuff naked. A disturbing image, I'm sure you'll agree. Um, okay, am I going to put it on the album? Am I going to put it on I'm With oh, You? You better do, otherwise I'll jump on over the table. And okay, I, I will, as long as I can take Dance 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 off. Oh, of course you can. It's on for me, and it will always be on. Okay, so we're moving into the socials. Plans have changed. My dear brother has got work tomorrow. I've only got uh, three days to edit this podcast, and I'm probably not, not going to do it tomorrow because I'm going to be hungover. Yes. So we are going to do the, uh, the song In Love Dying Next time, it'll be a special extended edition. We're putting it off because we love it so much. <laughs> Please, if you want to be part of this conversation, um, do what uh, brother of the godfather of the podcast did. We were honoured and touched to be contacted by Jeremy Fredette. Oh, the Fredette brothers. Alex Fredette's brother with some a lovely email, application for ambassadorship, which has been accepted. It has and processed. Not being processed yet. I'll be doing that tomorrow. No, good. Get on with it. Yeah. Sending off a badge, a compliment slip to Jeremy. Tales of being at gigs, dislocated shoulders, episode ideas. You some of the name history it. Of the, what the band means to him and his brother, what they were doing when they listened to the Chili's music. Really, really lovely email. So thank you, Jeremy, for writing Thank you, in. Jeremy. Great to hear from you. You come from uh, hallowed stock, as I said on uh, my reply to you. So, this is all hosted at bentownsendmusic.net. If you'd like to email in, bentownsendmusic at hotmail.com. On Twitter, I am at universallyrhcp, so contact me there. Sam, you are? At stacktownsend. And on Insta, I am universallyspeakingrhcp underscore pod. Sam, any idea at all? On Insta? Yeah. No, not sure. Fine. But I, I, I would urge people to contact you. Yes, do. Any chilly stuff, uh, whiz it over to me. Please do. I mean, we I'll are... I'll process it. We're really keen. Oh, we're, we're keen as mustard. Oh, yes. Oh, we had, a, we had a mustard chat last time. So, we won't talk about mustard again now. So, we've already sung a song, so there's no need for us to sing another one, I wouldn't have said. Unless oh. you've got a, a quick idea. Well, I was just going to sing... Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> do you have an idea? I do not. Okay, so, um, should we sing I Want to, uh, I want to Eat Brie again? Enjoyed that last time? Oh, yeah. No, no, we've already done that. Okay. Well, I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> what about another, another cheese-related Queen song? Ah. Hang uh, on, I'll, I'll have a beer while we think. Sorry. Okay, we've got a couple of options. We Will Rock Fort You. And Radio Gouda. Yes, indeed. So we won't do the verses of Radio Gouda, because they, I know them, but I don't think you'll know them off by heart. Uh, fine. We'll just get straight into that chorus. Okay. One. And the first line is, all we hear is... Or Radio Gander. One, two, three, four. All we hear is Radio Gowder. 
Radio Cuckoo. Radio Gaga. Hang on. Hang on. All we hear is Radio Gaga. Radio Gaga. Should it be the other way around? Radio. Let's not let we've we've got bogged down. Let's uh, just say our goodbye. Okay. Well, it was it's lovely to be uh, with you. We don't want to be. <laughs> we don't want to end on uh, you know too much of a cheesy note. <laughs> Very good. Uh, well, let's do a quick bit of "We Will Rock Fort." Okay. We, we will, we will rock fort. We will, we will rock fort. Capacity and don't believe